new data from the National Action Plan for Paediatric Palliative Care has highlighted many areas where current approaches are falling short. The findings of the report will inform future decisions and changes to the delivery of paediatric palliative care in Australia. To learn more, The Wire's Joelle Jessa Darson spoke with Dr Anthony Herbert, Director of Paediatric Palliative Care at Queensland Children's Hospital and advisor to the National Action Plan Project. In the project, for example, there's been resources developed for families tools that can sort of assist uh, families in accessing information or planning the care for their child. And that includes patients who are Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander as well. Uh, There's been resources developed for health professionals. And also we've been able to look at the data side of things and, and look at what data we're collecting and how can we do that nationally? How can we work out the quality of the care that we're providing and what sort of outcomes can we sort of deliver with the, with the care? What are some of the ways paediatric palliative care differs from general or older palliative care? Well, I guess key differences would include it's a reversal of the natural order for for children to die for their parents. And so there's immense profound suffering in that. And we want to sort of um, acknowledge that, but also try and respond to that and provide care and compassion to that difficult situation. The developmental aspect of what we do is really important and how we communicate with patients. Uh, what do they understand, and then um, letting them ask questions and doing that in a, in a way that's appropriate for their age. So that's really important. And um, working with the parents, who are often the decision makers for their children. So not only are the parents caring for their children and providing 24-hour care, but they're also the ones that are working with us to make decisions about what treatments we may or may not provide in the best interest of the child. What were the main findings from the data study? This is the first time we were able to pull together all of our data and we looked at the children who died in 2021 who were linked to the paediatric palliative care services around Australia. There was around 654 children. Only 46% of all children who died in 2021 with a life-limiting condition received specialist paediatric palliative care. On a positive note, seven in eight children died in the family's end-of-life goal. So for example, parents would like their child to die at home and so many children were able to many children were able to receive care at home with the support of their parents and a network of health professionals. Interestingly, children from regional and remote areas tended not to live as long and died at a younger age than children from the major cities. Children on average lived 150 kilometers away from um, the sort of the tertiary children's hospital. So it's really important that we are able to provide care to families living in regional, rural, remote locations. Uh, We do a lot of that by telehealth. Interestingly, one in three children were engaged with the service for less than one month. So for some patients we meet, their condition may be sort of progressing so quickly that we may not know them for for too long. How will this data help to influence change in paediatric palliative care in Australia and what will the next steps hopefully be? allowed a national collaboration of our data so we can look at things that we are doing well I guess particularly in terms of um, trying to support patients to be cared for in, in their, their choice of location whether that's the home or hospice or um, the hospital but we can also sort of identify where there might be needs or, or gaps in the service provision 
for example, it does suggest that maybe more children who have got life-limiting conditions, it's possible that maybe more children could be referred to paediatric palliative care services. So perhaps there's a, an aspect of education to other health professionals as well as to the community. And I guess we can also start thinking now we've got this national collaboration, what things can we measure to show the quality of care that we're providing and that we can make a difference so we can sort of look at trying to measure outcomes. That was Dr Anthony Herbert speaking with The Wire's Joelle Jessa Darson.